welcome to the Theosophia podcast, a platform for women's voices and theology. This is the first episode of a three-episode mini-series on the history of women's ordination to the priesthood in the Episcopal Diocese of Oklahoma. This is an oral history project for my diploma in Anglican Studies at the Seminary of the Southwest in Austin, Texas, under the direction of our lovely professor, the Reverend Dr. Dan Jocelyn Simitowski. This series features three prominent figures in the Diocese of Oklahoma as it pertains to the ordination of women. First, we will have the Right Reverend Robert Moody, the fourth Dowson Bishop of Oklahoma, who served from 1989 to 2007. He is the closest living Bishop of Oklahoma to the events of women's ordination being rolled out in the country and in the diocese. Second, I speak with the first female priest that Bishop Moody ordained in 1989, Beverly Bradley. Beverly was also the first woman to hold the position of rector of a parish in the Diocese of Oklahoma. And lastly, I speak to the Reverend Janie Kurt Morris, who was the second woman Bishop Moody ordained in 1990. She would become the first woman to serve as an assistant priest at St. Mary's Edmund, and eventually the first female rector at Emmanuel in Shawnee, Oklahoma. The Episcopal Church voted to allow the ordination of women to the priesthood and the episcopate in 1976 at General Convention. The Diocese of Oklahoma was in a bishop transition between Shelton Powell and Gerald McAllister that year. And in that same year, in response to General Convention's vote, one Oklahoma priest, Father Robert Brown, denounced his orders to the priesthood, stating that the ordination of women priests and bishops is not supported by the 2,000-year-old tradition of the church in the face of the expressed disapproval of our Roman, Old Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox brethren, this innovation is blatantly unreasonable. There were other protests nationwide as well. The first woman ordained to the priesthood by Bishop Gerald McAllister in Oklahoma was the Reverend Dr. Jane Bloodgood in 1978. She was 79 years old and there were several dissenters to her ordination stating that she was beyond the mandatory retirement age of 72 and that her ordination would violate other canon laws. The Daily Oklahoman paper reported more than 700 copies of a petition that was protesting her ordination was being circulated in the state. The petition author was the Reverend William Watlin of St. John's, Oklahoma City. Bishop McAllister responded, that she can run circles around many men. It would be almost another decade before another woman would be ordained to the priesthood in Oklahoma. The Reverend Sheila Spurries Fellhauer was ordained in 1987 and was the first woman appointed to be a vicar of a mission church in Woodward, Oklahoma. The Reverend Frankie Easter was ordained to the priesthood by Bishop Chilton Powell in 1988 and was the first and only African-American priest in the Diocese of Oklahoma. She served as priest in charge of Trinity Ufala and St. James Wagner, as well as serving as a part-time pastoral assistant at Grace Muskogee. As we will learn more in the interviews, I wanted to point out a couple key points that came up in this historical moment for the Episcopal Church in Oklahoma. Bishop Moody came to the diocese at the tail end of the drama of protesting of women's ordination as he was consecrated in 1989. 
The Oklahoma bishops prior to him were very supportive of women's ordination, and he followed suit. And it was clear from many historical documents during those times in the late 70s that people weren't concerned about being able to be priest. It was more about what our ecumenical brethren would think of us. And would this decision further separate us from our Roman Orthodox and other Anglican friends? As women's ordination rolled out in Oklahoma, there were not a ton of women in line to get ordained in the first two decades. As women came forward in very small numbers, their support wasn't as robust as their counterparts on the coasts. And even though the bishops would ordain them, it wasn't necessarily a guarantee that they would have jobs when they came back from seminary, as both Beverly and Janie will tell us from their experiences. Also, Bishop Moody reminds us in his episode that the National Church was going through many changes in a short 50-year span, including a prayer book revision, women's ordination, secularization of the church, LGBTQ issues, and into our current state of a global pandemic. And for a church that does not take change lightly, this has been a lot of change. There was even one church in Oklahoma, St. Michael's Broken Arrow, that left the diocese altogether in protest of the ordination of women. All in all, I'm excited to share these fascinating episodes on real-life experiences of these historic times in my church home in Oklahoma. Bishop Moody provides us with his reasoning and theological understanding of the importance of women in the priesthood. Beverly and Janie give us first-hand encounters with the ordination process, the system of the church, hiring processes, and how they dealt with dissenting voices even in their own parishes. And now all because of their trailblazing efforts, there is a woman priest in every corner of the Diocese of Oklahoma, and we give thanks to stand on their mighty shoulders, myself included. Thanks be to God for the men, women, and Episcopal family for heeding the call of the Holy Spirit to affirm women's priestly gifts in the church. She is better for it. Mm -hmm.